Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Why some students and faculty are speaking out over proposed changes at Marymount University. I'm Mike Marillo. A Montgomery County school community discovers more racist graffiti. I'm Kate Ryan. Police in Newport News wrapped their investigation into last month's shooting of a first grade teacher by one of her students. It's four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Minnesotans are preparing now for a monster winter storm that could bring blizzard conditions, bitterly cold temperatures, and two feet of snow over three days. National Weather Service meteorologist Todd Krause says people should take this threat seriously. This is indeed going to be a historic storm. It's going to be a tough storm especially for those in open country. You know, the wind blows and it gets very, very tough, especially when you have a lot of heavy snow and very strong wind. And howling winds roared into San Francisco, the uh, San Francisco Bay Area yesterday afternoon, toppling trees and causing power to go out for tens of thousands of people. An American official says Russia tested an ICBM while President Biden was next door. More from CBS's David Martin. The test of one of Russia's newest ICBMs coincided with President Biden's surprise trip to Kiev, but a U.S. official said it is unlikely the timing was deliberate. Russia had followed the requirements of the START nuclear arms treaty and notified the U.S. at least 24 hours in advance. Russia was not notified of the president's trip to Kiev until just a few hours before he entered Ukraine. The White House has unveiled a plan that requires migrants who are seeking asylum to go through a number of steps before they're allowed into the U.S. Also addressing Seattle City Council before the vote, Akil Man... This includes being denied asylum in other countries they pass before reaching the U.S. Those seeking asylum must also schedule appointments at a U.S. port of entry. The new rules could end up preventing tens of thousands from seeking asylum. The new plan would apply to families and single adults. Unaccompanied minors would be exempt. CBS's Steve Futterman. Seattle has become the first city in the U.S. to ban discrimination based on a person's caste, a system of social ranking that's in parts of Asia. Also addressing Seattle City Council before the vote, Akhil Manda, who says the bill is an insult to Hindus. You're putting a racist stereotype that Hindus are casteless, when this is not the case. We are against caste. We are against discrimination. This is not the way to do it. Diane Duthweiler for CBS News, Seattle. Over the weekend, an employee at the trash dump in Ivy, Virginia, discovered a live mortar. WCIV-TV's Garrett Witten tells us what happened next. Because it's a military-style explosive, law enforcement had to contact the branch of the military where it came from. In this case, it was the Army, the agencies, and an Army Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team buried the device and performed two controlled detonations. Democrat Jennifer McClellan has defeated her Republican opponent in a special election for a seat representing Virginia in the House of Representatives. This is CBS News. Business owners, General Steel can help save you thousands by owning your own custom-designed buildings. Call 888-98-STEEL or visit GeneralSteel.com. 403 on Wednesday morning. It's February 22nd, 2023. 46 in Friendship Heights. Maybe a little rain later. Tents into the 50s, but going up from there. Wait till you hear how high. Good morning. I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories are following this hour. Campaign 2023 on WTOP and Virginia has its first ever black congresswoman. 
Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan won Tuesday's special election in Virginia's 4th Congressional District. That district, anchored by Richmond, stretches southward toward the North Carolina state line. She will succeed the late Representative Donald McEachin, who died in November. McClellan has represented parts of the Richmond area in the General Assembly since 2006. She defeated... Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in this deep blue district. Benjamin had twice unsuccessfully challenged McEachin for that seat. Normally people cringe at the idea of taxes going up, but some business owners in Alexandria are actually hoping for higher taxes. More from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. It would be a new tax of $0.10 cents per $100 of assessed value for commercial properties in Old Town Alexandria along King Street and the waterfront. The idea would be to use that money to host events and promote the businesses affected by the tax. Amy Rutherford owns two businesses that would fall within the boundaries. She supports the idea. A lot of people know about Old Town, but they don't know the details of Old Town. What types of businesses are there? Those are the things that we want people to learn. Organizers of the effort need petition signatures from 60% of the affected property owners. And so far, they're about a third of the way there. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. If you want to learn more about the idea, organizers are hosting public forums later today, both in person and on Zoom. Find more details about those meetings at WTOP.com. It's 4.05. Some degree programs in humanities, English, and theology could soon be axed at Merrimack University in Arlington. That news has some past and current students and faculty pretty upset. Around 10 degrees and programs are all on the chopping block ahead of a board of trustees vote on Friday. The Catholic University says low tuition numbers are behind the decision to slash its offerings. But Director of the School of Humanities at Marymount, Arian Economos, is concerned. Humanities are crucial in the U.S., especially now that people have a chance to study history, to think critically, to think ethically. A student-led protest is expected on Friday. The school says students already in the majors that are impacted will be able to finish, and coursework, particularly in humanities, will remain part of the school's core curriculum. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Those course offering cuts were first reported by Arlington Now. A Montgomery County school is again the target of hateful greedy, hateful graffiti, I should say. This time it comes just as the school rallied to counteract other incidents recently. On Monday, Westbrook Elementary School held a Chalk the Walk event where kids and parents decorated the walkway outside the Bethesda School with positive messages to unite against anti-Semitism. But by Tuesday morning at 8 a.m., Principal Karen Cox said a new set of graffiti was discovered. The letters KKK had been scrawled in two places. Cox told parents in a letter home... The graffiti was scrubbed from the sidewalk and a police report was filed, but that a March 1st meeting has been scheduled for families. This a month after a student reportedly made anti-Semitic remarks to staff and Nazi symbols were found in a school bathroom. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. In Newport News, police have finished their investigation into the classroom shooting of a teacher by a six-year-old student. The Washington Post reports the police have sent their findings to the local, local prosecutor who will decide whether to file charges. Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew didn't share any of the findings or recommendations from the department when he announced the investigation was over. Drew previously said investigators were looking into charges against the first grader's mom, who police say owned the gun the boy brought to school. 25-year-old teacher Abby Zwerner was seriously injured in the shooting at Rich Neck Elementary School. Her attorneys say she plans to sue the school system. Just ahead after traffic and weather, child welfare investigations can be damning and damaging whether wrongdoing is established against parents or not. A closer look ahead. It's 4.07. 
Here's Scott Gagnon, VP of Federal for Worldwide Technology. Worldwide Technology solves our government's most complex challenges. We understand how to accelerate transformation. We analyze, design, test, and deliver practical solutions that integrate the best suited technologies. Our team is committed to your mission success. We are Worldwide Technology, your trusted partner for today's digital modernization journey. Visit www.t.com. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, they just released traffic on 50 westbound. Uh, so now traffic moving now headed toward the uh, Bay Bridge. So again, three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound. It'll take a few minutes for the delay to, that built up with the stop traffic for about 20 minutes. So again, uh, you should be clearing out here soon. Now, beyond the bridge, no problems through Annapolis, Bowie, headed toward the Beltway and Lanham and inside the Beltway, headed through Chevrolet toward the district line. You're in good shape. Uh, no early issues for folks coming out of Southern Maryland on 4, 5. 301 looks good. No problems on 210 North out of Vacaquee up to the Beltway and Oxon Hill. Headed into the district. No issues on I-295 North or DC-295 South. Free and clear as you make the trip across the freeway, both I-395 and I-695. Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street looking good. New York Avenue, no worries now. Headed toward the 3rd Street Tunnel from northeast to northwest. You're in good shape there as well. And 95 northbound in Fredericksburg as you approach and pass Route 3 and continue up toward uh, Route 17, or U.S. 17 Falmouth. That work zone picked up and cleared. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs mixed to a new car. Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron with the, the Wednesday morning forecast. A lot of changes as we make our way through the next couple of days. First off, our Wednesday starting off on a much cooler note and some shower activity around at times as well during that morning rush. So heads up for that. Take the jacket and the umbrella. Temperatures only in the 40s to low 50s across the region. Now, we may actually see warming temperatures overnight because Thursday... Going for a high in the upper 70s to low 80s. I'm going 81 in the city. That would be a new record high temperature. But it's back to the cooler weather on Friday. Highs again in the upper 40s to low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. It is 32 in Manassas, 36 in Frederick, 47 at Metro Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 411. Every year, Child Protective Services agencies across the nation investigate the lives of families of about 300 million children, or one out of every 20 American kids. Government workers frequently accuse parents of wrongdoing. They go into homes and do searches and interrogations, and what they find can be used against the parent in court. And often, the parents have the children taken away from them indefinitely. Child welfare cases operate a lot like criminal ones, but ProPublica reports mostly low-income families caught up in the system have few of the rights that protect Americans when it's police doing the investigating. 
WTOP's Dimitri Soto spoke with the reporter who dug into this, Eli Hager. Is it fair to say, while there, of course, he is very real abuse in some cases, more often than not, you're talking about somebody that has experienced a misunderstanding or they're having a rough day, but they really do love their children, care for them, and treat them well, and yet this has happened to them as parents. There is child abuse, and I don't want to diminish that, and it's very real, and the necessity of this system is to protect kids who are in danger. We know that of the three and a half million cases that the child welfare system investigates across the country every year, only 5% do they find evidence of physical or sexual abuse. So that's a pretty low number. And another fraction of the cases, they find evidence of neglect, which can be anything from inadequate housing or childcare to things like drug use or abuse, which are no more common in low-income families, but often more policed in low-income families. In any event, in the majority of cases that are initiated, they don't find evidence of anything. There are usually calls to a hotline in which a teacher noticed a scratch on a child's arm or other allegations like that that go to be investigated and can lead to real consequences, even though there was no significant underlying harm. From those you're in touch with, what can we do to start to fix this? Well, you know, as a journalist, I mean, it's not my job to necessarily recommend solutions, but at ProPublica, in collaboration with NBC News, we wrote about a few of the issues. It begins with mandatory reporting. Even child welfare officials who run these systems acknowledge that they're just overloaded with calls into these child abuse and neglect hotlines that are really about minor parenting mistakes, and they can sometimes be calls from an ex who's trying to get back at the other parent or like a disgruntled neighbor, and you can make these calls anonymously. And so there's just an overload of information that child welfare caseworkers are getting on these hotlines, and it actually prevents them from finding the really serious cases of abuse because of how overworked they are. In terms of the rights that these low-income families are afforded, if there is a court case against them, some of it starts at law schools. I mean, this issue is not taught at law schools the way that criminal law and corporate law are taught. And so you don't have a lot of lawyers coming out of law school wanting to defend parents who are accused of these types of things. There's also a real stigma around it. A third issue is in some places like New York City, they're considering giving a Miranda warning, kind of like the police do, to families who are under investigation, just basically verbalizing the rights that they should have, like the right not to let an investigator into their home and not to speak if they don't want to speak and to have a lawyer if they need one. That is ProPublica reporter Eli Hager. Coming up on WTUP, the Maryland women continue their march toward the madness. Rob Woodfork with that and more in sports. It's 414. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Are you seeking to honor those who have served and sacrificed for their country? Visit the Veterans Legacy Memorial. This digital platform run by VA's National Cemetery Administration is dedicated to the memory of nearly 4.5 million veterans interred at VA's National Cemeteries VA's grant-funded tribal, state, and territory cemeteries, and two U.S. National Park Service cemeteries. The memorial's interactive features allow people to remember veterans by posting tributes and comments, uploading images, and sharing a veteran's military timeline, achievements, biographical information, historical documents, and more. Over 45,000 submissions have been made to the existing profile pages since the site was launched. That's the Veterans Legacy Memorial. 
I'm Mike Richmond. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 415 with Rob Woodfork. The Capitals are now losers of five in a row after a costly 3-1 defeat at the hands of the Detroit Red Wings at Coach Peter Laviolette says. Tonight, the guys had the right intentions. We can't get that lead. and you know, There's probably three or four things that we'd like to have back where a mistake was made. Just the, the rest of the game was we, we pressed and we pushed, and especially in the third period, we couldn't put the puck in the net. So it's uh, it's frustrating for everybody. Adding injury to the insults, the already shorthanded Caps lost Anthony Mantha to an upper body injury in the second period. They'll try again to end this slide Thursday night against the Anaheim Ducks. The seventh-ranked Maryland women won their fifth in a row thanks to avenging their last loss. They cruised past number 6 Iowa 96-68 in a performance so complete it left Coach Brenda Free speechless on Big Ten Network. I am speechless. I mean, both ends of the floor. I thought uh, just a tremendous job defensively being able to hold Caitlin below her average and Susano, they're so good. And offensively, I mean, the three ball was working. Uh, the depth from uh, Brene and Lav and uh, just a special, special win. The Terps made 14 of 26 from three-point range, including a 7 of 10 barrage during a 27 to 8 second quarter that keyed their program record fourth win of the season against the top 10 foe. On the day opening the NFL's two-week window to apply the franchise tag, Pro Football Talk reported the commanders are virtually certain to tag Deron Payne, which would cost $18.9 million for the 2023 season if a long-term deal isn't reached before the July 15 deadline. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Rob. It's 417. Seattle has become the first city in the country to ban caste discrimination. The Seattle City Council has added caste to the city's anti-discrimination laws, becoming the first U.S. city to specifically ban caste discrimination. Calls to outlaw discrimination based on caste, a division of people based on birth or descent, have grown louder among South Asian communities in the United States. Supporters argue it is needed because caste is not covered under existing civil rights protections. Groups opposing the measure say it will malign a community that is already the target of prejudice. The origin of the caste system in India can be traced back 3,000 years as a social hierarchy based on one's occupation and birth. The suffering of those who were at the bottom of the caste pyramid, known as Dalits, has continued. Caste discrimination has been prohibited in India since 1948, a year after the nation's independence from British rule. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories we're following for you this morning. Jennifer McClellan wins a special election to become the first black woman to represent Virginia in the House. In Warsaw on Tuesday, President Biden promises the U.S. and allies will continue their support of Ukraine. The Supreme Court hears arguments in a case they could alter free speech rules on the Internet. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, good news if you're on the inner loop of the Bellway. Well, the first work zone's still there. Inner loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. No signs of them picking that one up. Two left lanes get you by. The exits to both eastbound westbound 66 are open. Now on the inner loop, as you approach the Dulles Toll Road, that work zone is in the process of clearing. Uh, have a little bit more to go for now. Stay right to get by. But you should have all lanes open probably within the next 15 to 20 minutes. Now, in case you missed it, 95 northbound, the work zone, headed into Fredericksburg and continuing across the Rappahannock to a point beyond U.S. 17 Falmouth, completely wrapped up and cleared. The rest of your trip up toward the Beltway in Springfield looks good. Express lanes open to northbound commuters, 395 north between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge, also free and clear. 
Uh, George Washington Parkway, good start both north and southbound between McLean and Old Town. No incidents in your way. If you're traveling eastbound on 66, uh, for the moment, the exit ramp to the inner loop of the Bellway, actually, it looks like they just reopened that ramp. That ramp had been closed overnight, and you were being diverted uh, to Route 7. That ramp now reopens, so you can once again exit directly to the inner loop of the Bellway from 66 East. Jiffy Loop service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLoopDC.com for a location near you. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. The Wednesday morning forecast now from Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chuck Bell. We're still advertising some big swings in the temperatures over the next couple of days. Cloudy and chilly today. After enjoying the low to mid-60s in the sunshine yesterday, clouds are coming in this morning, and there's likely to be a period of light rain from about daybreak until just after lunchtime today. The thick cloud cover will keep temperatures in the 40s for most of the day. Temperatures will actually start to rise above 50 after the sun goes down this evening. And again, after some raindrops in the first part of the day, it will be dry later this evening. Tomorrow, sunny, windy, and a record high, likely 78 to 80 for a high tomorrow. Northwest winds bring colder weather and falling temperatures on Friday, mid-40s Friday morning, mid-30s Friday evening, and a chance for some wet snow on Saturday might be enough to whiten the grass, but it doesn't look like any accumulations. But Saturday will be cold and wet. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 36 in Fredericksburg, it's 47 in Hyattsville, 47 at Foggy Bottom. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Ahead on WTOP, the markets try to pick themselves up and dust themselves off after a very, very rough Thursday, rough Tuesday, I should say. It's 421. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. This week we begin Lent, a 40-day period of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving in preparation for our Lord's resurrection at Easter. The 40 days have significance because they mark the length of time Jesus fasted and prayed in the desert. This prompts the question, what will we do with these 40 days? There are two options. We can go about our business and live as usual, or we can commit to making these 40 days something special, spending time in more fervent prayer, making personal sacrifices, doing penance, and serving the needs of others. In this way, we will grow closer to the Lord. This is the best way to really prepare for the jubilation and triumph of Easter. In faith and with confidence, have your best Lent ever. 422. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. This is WTOP News. It's 423. Updating the trial of the men accused in the 2018 death of Micaiah Wilson, a little girl shot and killed in Northeast D.C. as she got ice cream. Micaiah's older sister testified Tuesday in the trial of the six men accused in the crime. WTOP's Megan Clority was at Superior Court. On the stand, Najee Lewis described to the judge and jury how she and her little sister, Micaiah Wilson, spent July 16th, 2018 at the pool before returning home to Clay Terrace Northeast and walking to the ice cream truck to get a snack. Then Lewis says she saw a car pull up and heard gunshots. The prosecutor's next question, where was Micaiah? 
caused Lewis to break down, sobbing on the stand. Her mother and family members in the courtroom began crying and said, it's okay, baby. When she resumed, Lewis recalled that the sisters fell into their apartment and stood up, Micaiah holding her chest. Then the 10-year-old collapsed. She was shot through the heart and killed. The trial of six men is expected to take months. At D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. It is 424. Loudoun County's public school spokesman wants to move his perjury trial out of the county. Loudoun now reports Wade Byard's attorneys make the argument saying because Governor Glenn Youngkin has called the county citizens victims of an alleged cover-up by school officials, the residents are now interested parties and thus disqualified as jurors. Byard is accused of lying to the grand jury that investigated the school system's handling of two in-school sex assaults by the same student in 2021. He's been on leave since December. A hearing on Byard's request is set for Thursday. Twelve years ago, a 21-year-old pregnant mother disappeared from the Loudoun County apartment she shared with her boyfriend on... Tuesday, that man learned his sentence for that murder. Last month, Ronald Rolden for the first time admitted he killed Bethany Decker. A detective testified Rolden told him the two had an argument in their living room. He pushed her. She fell and hit her head on the windowsill. Rolden put two fingers beneath her nose to see if she was breathing. He did not call 911. He said he was afraid first responders wouldn't believe his story. Decker's family described a warm, loving young mother. They wanted answers and agreed to the plea agreement that Rolden would serve 12 and a half years before being deported. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP with Tom Busby. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The consulting firm McKenzie usually advises other companies about executing layoffs and cost-cutting measures, but now... It's laying off 2,000 of its own workers in one of its biggest job reductions ever. Subway, the sandwich chain looking to install EV charging stations at select stores. It also plans to eventually roll out Subway Oasis charging parks. They say they'll have canopies with multiple ports, picnic tables, Wi-Fi, restrooms, playgrounds, and more. Imagine jet fuel that's made from animal fat or discarded crop waste. Well, it could save airlines a ton of money. And now United Airlines has started a $100 million fund with partners like Boeing, J.P. Morgan Chase, Honeywell, and GE to support startups researching and developing sustainable aviation fuel. And Coca-Cola teaming up with the Spanish pop and flamenco singer Rosalia on a new limited edition flavor called Coca-Cola Move. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Dow futures mainly unchanged, up ever so slightly this morning. Ahead on WTOP, Jennifer McClellan wins the special election to succeed the late Donald McEachin in Congress and makes history in the process. It's 426. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal.